0: awesome thank you guys so good worship this morning tonight man can sense the presence of the lord and he's here and we're grateful for that let's start out with some with some prayer if y'all all all agree with me father we just bow before your throne of grace lord we we come before you Uh, We're so grateful we can do so. We come boldly before your throne, and we call upon your name. And we thank you, Father, you hear us. Now, i ask you, Father, for your wisdom tonight. Lord, I thank you that if we'll say we don't want pride and arrogance and a froward mouth or a, a faithless tongue and the evil way, if we'll say no to that and reject it, Make sure we're getting it out of our lives that you promise, Father, if we'll ask, you'll give us your wisdom, the wisdom of God. Mm -hmm. And so, Father, we, we cry out to you as a church collectively. We say, we don't want pride, Father. We don't want arrogance. We don't want faithless words. And we don't want the evil way here. We collectively want your wisdom. And, Father, we believe that you are alive and well, and you're a God who, is a god of love and leadership and blessing and we believe you're here to lead us into the future we know tonight is one of those nights where we're just saying father would you pick up your kids and show us your truth and show us your way so lord we're trusting in that we're thanking you for that and even lord as as i would open up the word and share uh, what i feel that you've given me to share lord i do it with great humility uh, Lord, I know so very little in comparison to who you are. You're infinite. But Lord, would you just give us great grace to have our hearts postured in such a way we could receive more of you and be transformed? So open our eyes to see you. We pray in Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so this Wednesday night, I'm, I'm I was gonna jump off of uh, the book of acts since we're heading into to prayer next week and and uh i think it's a i feel like it's a very very important um thing that the lord is up to in terms of us becoming uh or being reinvigorating uh, uh the the prayerfulness uh and how much is happening and how we're doing it what it looks like and how important that is and so uh next sunday at four we're going to start that um I still like you guys to be praying about it because i don't want to just teach about prayer i want us to do it i want to set aside times that that you know we have uh prayer you know it's sort of like accountability everybody knows you ought to do it but somehow you know in the difficulties and you know the busyness of life it can get left off you know everybody needs you should everybody should exercise too right how many of us are doing that consistently? I mean, that's not a shame thing. It's just difficult, right, to do the right things, to do those things that uh, are going to bless us over the long haul. And prayer is just something we can't get, we can't afford not to do any longer. And so we're wanting to just set up times here that you're meeting others to do it. And so we're we're uh, uh, came up with the term the, a prayer pod, which would be uh, two two people up to five people i'm not trying to say you can't have any more just a general guideline there but more than one that you'd have a prayer pod you'd have a little prayer group okay of two people or up to five um if you're a husband and wife there you got you a prayer pod If you guys want to pray together great that's an awesome little prayer team um so forth and so on so be praying about uh, and here's what we want guys we want God to do this You know, I don't want to assign or be too you know let me show you this strategy that I got no I just want the Lord to say to all of us that he's calling us into prayer and here's some things that are clicking together here's a time we're meeting and we're going to go for it we're going to get into the heart of God and that's you know I'm trying to be really s- simple about this but um be praying about that for next week because I'm going to at 4:30 I'm going to share some things but then at 5 o'clock we're just going to begin to pray you can leave go different places of the building uh, with a group uh, you, you know feel free to do what you want to do there but we just need to be praying right we need to collectively be praying and then there may be times we all get together and we do some things but we want to be opening up our heart to uh, how the Lord is moving I forgot that clock isn't back there anymore Got my phone off. hang on a second no I, I like to talk too much, so okay, so I wanted to talk tonight about prayer, okay, and I kind of started off on it last uh or on Wednesday but just, I gave just a little taste so I was going to go back to where I was there and I think I'm going to a specific spot here. These are just things, guys, over the years that I've learned. I, I am by no means am I an expert in prayer or let me show you how to pray or let me tell you the you know beginning and ending of prayer. I don't know it. I consider myself a little toddler in this subject. I've done some of it. I've read a bunch of books about it. I've listened to a ton of people about it that's what i've got i have the holy spirit in me i care about him and his word i've read quite a bit of the bible also i've spent time doing some of it what i'm sharing with you i humbly give you as what i know up to this point okay and so you can just take it prayerfully and say is this it father is this something for me, is, is he speaking the truth? Do that, and if I'm saying something wrong, please come and say Paul I think respectfully. Let me show you what I think here. I'll talk to you about it, okay? I tell you, one of the most difficult things in being a pastor is that you're going to now present to people doctrines that somehow are going to equate infinite God. Okay. And then people want to crucify you for it because you said it wrong, or something. It's like, "Sorry. can we just back up and I mean, I'm, I've been pretty dumb in my life, so this could be another instance. Can we continue in relationship? <laughs> um, okay, so let me start with this again. I, Wednesday night, I was talking about a specific point in my life that I started having uh, panic attacks. And it was a time in my life when it was a good time for me to panic so sometimes that's the case you know there's certain things that you can be believing about the world Uh, you should you probably should be in a complete state of panic at all times because you're in a mess right and this place is a worthy of panic if you don't have a God who could control all of it and bless you in the midst of it so I was in a tough time and uh, started having panic attack never had them before in my life very humbling thing because it would just come on me and i couldn't stop it it just would take me over like a possession just melt me to the ground uh scary scary just feels like you're dying uh and so i i came up with i said now this isn't gonna work here because i don't believe in that type of thing like i had all the you know still had all the doctrines in my head wait a second now this is true and this is true and this is true then how's this happening to me y'all ever run into that kind of problem okay so that's what was happening and so i said i'm going to do this the bible way lord give me a verse and i found this verse in psalm 4 8 it says i will both lie down in peace and sleep for you alone O lord make me dwell in safety okay so and so i just dug into that word and i'm going to go back to that in a minute and try to uh, try to take you through the steps that I went through um, but I first thing I began to do was go through uh, what is safety so I looked up that word in in the Hebrew it's the word is, is betak I think I don't know how you say it exactly but that's the way I would say it and I started studying the type of safety that we're talking about and uh, and in that word it's not an earthly word it's a it's another kind of safety that we don't even know anything about because it's the type of safety that is it's it's safety that is unapproachable uh, it's not that this person is just bigger and badder and can outgun you and therefore there's no enemy that would get close because he'll just you know unload it's not that there's just more power there that can be unloaded upon an enemy it's that the enemy can't even find it it's unapproachable or you could it's it's seen as one of the phrases in the what when I was looking up the word was it's the status of a city which was certain of not being attacked because it can't it, you can't approach it and I kind of pictured this holy city you know the the city of God that just was uh so bright that you know there's no looking at it it's like you're you know you could be miles and miles off but this thing is just so overpowering that you have to do this there's just no moving forward into it right so in a sense this is the place of God it's like that's the safety we're talking about it's not that you just that that we're just better than the enemy it's that this place is completely unapproachable it's on a whole nother level in other words in our terms we like to think in terms of well he's big and he's a little bit you know not as big and therefore this guy has the upper hand and no there's no scale for it okay there's no scale for god he is unapproachable in glory and if he allows someone in it's because he allowed it he said okay all right so i was studying through that you know psalm 91 speaks to that he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty i will say of the lord he is my refuge and my fortress my god in him I will trust. And so I begin to imagine that city, the city of God. And I wanted to read you Psalm 46 because it's just so good. <clears throat> God, who is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble, therefore, therefore will not we fear though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar, And be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. And we're supposed to stop there. Selah means pause and calmly think of that. That is a meditative process there. You want to think about what's just been said. And then it picks back up again. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved, he uttered his voice, the earth melted. (laughs) Uh, We're in good hands. Uh, The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. And see, so say lies, the next word. You want to just try to comprehend what's just been said, okay? Just sit in that don't read over this stuff too fast it's too good because you didn't get it you didn't even begin to get what was just said if our heart could get what the word of God says so Selah then he says come behold the works of the Lord what desolations he hath made in the earth he maketh wars to cease unto the ends of the earth he breaketh the bow cutteth the spear in sunder He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Man, you get into some of those scriptures, those things come to life. Mm. We're talking about we are cared for, no problem. The issue is, will you live in his world more than you live in this one? in here right that's the battle that's the struggle that's the reality so we're safe that kind of safety is what we're talking about that's the truth the spirit that our spirit born again his spirit infilling our spirit us being at the right hand of the father that's what ephesians talks about um it's pleasure guys if, if you if we could feel if our bodies could comprehend what that type of safety would feel like from top to bottom because we're complicated beings we're layered layer layer I mean it, it, we're pretty incredible creations what we stuff down in here and just walk around with and try to do our best on the surface if every portion of you every portion of your soul and every cell of your body knew that truth the pleasure involved in that would be overwhelming. I mean overwhelming. So it's pleasure. That's, that's the city that, that our king lives in. But as I was saying Wednesday night, it's not about the city, right? It's about the God of the city, the holy inhabitor. That's, that's, who, that's who makes it that way, right? And we know him. Now think about what it would be like. I was wanting you guys to kind of imagine and think what it would be like to encounter Jesus in the flesh as he was walking the earth, you know, 2,000 years ago. What would that have been like when his eyes catch yours and he speaks into you things about you you don't know? Because that's what he did with those disciples, you know. He met each one and he said some things about them they did not know, but he knew. That gave them life. It gave them a whole new life. All of a sudden, their life turned. And they went an entirely different direction. These guys changed the globe, changed history because of the words that he spoke into them. Imagine what it would be like to be around him as he is. To feel that love, the love, the power of that love and value that the, that the maker of all things is now in giving to you. He's breathing on you that and it's landing deeply and resonating. And you're getting to be around him and and experience it. I had listed a bunch of names of Jesus um, last time. The Great I Am was one of them that we heard of this this morning. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Rock, the True Vine, the Elder Brother, our Bridegroom, the Brightness of His Glory. I mean, He walked the earth. Imagine encountering Him. And what would it feel like? And what I know is that it would feel good. You'd want to follow him anywhere, just like they did. They were trying to get at this guy all the time. Not because they had to, not because it was some duty they had to follow through with, but because it was burning in them. If I could just get around him a little bit longer, he was awesome. He was pleasurable. He was a person you would have liked to be with on a level of liking that you don't even know. So you take the God of the city and the city, the dwelling place of God, the king and his kingdom, and that's what he invites us up into in prayer, in spending time with him. And Wednesday night, I was wanting to kind of make the case that... um, You know, maybe we got prayer. Maybe maybe we think about prayer wrongly. You know, and I'm I'm wanting to if if we are, and not that it's that wrong or terrible, you awful people, not not that way, but maybe we could look at this in 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 a better light and see prayer differently. I wrote down here: you're entering, you you enter His presence, and gosh, gosh his presence has got to be awesome it's got to be we just talked about him and his city so those two places are awesome so if you get into his presence it's got to be awesome and that's where we're supposed to be doing prayer right not apart from him but with him so maybe if we're not experiencing that as something that you would want to do maybe that would be something we'd want to remedy first you know, begin to ask, begin to seek, begin to knock in that area. Lord, why? What is that? What's going on here? Why do I not see it this way? Why this or that? that that's the beauty of it. Well, you can ask. You can ask him why. You can try to figure that out. But I think we've got to do that. Uh, secondly, and then I'm going I'm to go back to that in just a minute, but I wanted to, I wanted to share this with you. John seven thirty-seven. concerning prayer John 7:37 and 38 <clears throat> Okay, it says this. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink verse 38 he that believeth on me as the scripture hath said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water man that's a good invitation isn't it he says hey, hey if you're thirsty come to me and drink well this is what i wanted to kind of teach out of this and i've, I've said this before um, but it bears repeating uh, i mean even for myself these are things i have to keep in front of me all the time because we forget Did y'all know that The whole old testament is about remember 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 everything the jews were told to do all of their feasts and festivals everything they wore everything they were told to do was all about remembrance the reason for that is that as humans we forget and we're in a war and the whole point of the war from our enemy's sake is to take from us the truth stop remembering and so you got to keep it in front of you all the time. So what I wanted to point out here was in in uh, verse 38 the word belly in the King James. And I I love the King James because of the King James will help you study because it will say something strange that will make you want to find out what in the world it's talking about. So then you got to look it up. And then you find out what the Greek or the Hebrew was and you go, "Oh, right and the lord just breathes on all that and you learn a ton in the process so he, he says out of your belly shall flow flow rivers of living water and you go out of my belly that just sounds gross why would i want that right so you got to look it up because you know god's not saying here let this gross thing happened to you <laughs> so you look up that word belly And in other translations it'll use uh, maybe heart or innermost being or something like that but the the greek word there is koila and it means innermost part but it's most frequently used as the womb out of your womb now us guys don't like that right what do you mean out of my womb i don't have a womb don't don't want a womb either seen what those do to people i don't want that at all <laughs> well we got a god tries to help us by giving us things we can understand that are spiritual that's the same principles applies but it's not that exactly but you ca- you get the idea right right okay so it's a it's a it's like a birthing center within humans it's like an it's like a place of agreement it's the innermost part it's the heart it's uh there's a lot of different words that get that that get in there and try to explain these things spiritually but it's a place where god is saying that if you hook up with me things will come out of you from the communion it's like giving birth that's what he tries to give that that picture uh in james one he does the same thing with the enemy he's talking about how sin is conceived or uh something is conceived is yes. i should have looked that up but he's talking about you giving birth to sin see that's a metaphor there it helps us understand who are you communing with you better watch you better watch who you're communing with who's hijacked your heart and soul and mind you're an image bearer it's a powerful being you are you need to watch what's going on in your mind in your heart in your emotions you got to watch that stuff People can produce incredibly horrific things in the earth, but incredibly wonderful things too. But we want to be communing with the Father. We want to be guarding our heart, as Proverbs would tell us. So we're talking about the koila, the, the, that, the belly, the innermost part. And, and I believe the Lord is saying to us, I want you to be kingdom birthing centers. So here's the first thing, though. This is the primary thing in the verse. The primary thing is, let him come to me and drink right so so we're coming to the lord because he is everything and we're just drinking from him we're just experiencing him we're just hearing what he has to say we're just lifting up who he is we're getting caught up in what we see and what he has said about himself and about everything else and we're just caught up in the agreement of how good it feels when the lord the creator of heaven and earth tells us our purpose and gives us value in it and says you're mine you're my child. I, I made you. I, I had a thought, and then here you are, and here we are together. Here, have my love. See, so we get caught up in that. That's the primary reward. God is the primary reward. But we get caught up in these secondary things. I mean, we want God, but we also want uh the secondary things and we get caught up in them. We get the priority out of whack and then we 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 get burned out then. So he says, come to me and drink, worship and enjoy and know my pleasure. It's like here's here it is, the king in his kingdom again. He's got he, it's awesome. He's got it made. It's a level of safety, security, love, trust, pleasure on a whole nother level. That's what he lives in. And he's inviting you into that. Now, once you get into that, truly, you're like, that's enough. Oh, man, that's enough. Until he says he wants something. And then you do what Isaiah did. Send me. Why do we come up with that? Because we want to do anything that would prove. We just want to do something for him. You mean I could do something for you? see how that works but if we fail to connect with him on the level that we must religion will force you to believe that you better do this list of 4,000 things for him and you'll short circuit the drinking part you'll think coming to church is drinking you'll keep serving on some this or that and you'll think that's drinking you'll teach sunday school thinking that you're drinking you're not drinking those are all works if they're not attached to the living water himself if you're not satisfied in being his son or daughter alone now listen i'm not here to tell you that i'm satisfied i'm not saying that i'm doing this everybody come do what i'm doing i'm saying we collectively have got to at the, in this day and time i've watched in history i'm just saying that because i like to read history and and history is very much like a chess match uh, between the, the god and the devil not that they're on the same playing field the lord has tuned it all down because he's wanting to raise up sons and daughters here we're stewarding we're supposed to be stewarding this earth properly and we blew it so he's using the devil now to raise up his bride and so if you're looking at history that way you're looking at move counter move move counter move the lord will come with a revelation like a protestant reformation and he'll give it to a bunch of different people and if you study history in that long that time period martin luther is the one that got that revelation and is given credit for it but zwingli and a lot of other of those leaders around that time are getting the same thing at the same time the lord was trying to draw up a people so that he could move so he can trump the enemy what the enemy has done And men were crying out to get the next download about him so they could make that strong move and change history. And then what does the enemy do? He counters the move. He turns the priesthood of believer into, well, now we can just, you know, it's the Protestant Reformation curse. We all think we know the truth now. We all are right. So now we have a right to divide and divide and divide and divide. How many divisions that the enemy has brought out of that beautiful truth right? and say so what do we do we got we got to come before the lord again lord give us give us more of you we need we're thirsty and we need to connect with you and we need you we need to be filled by you and then he begins to fill us with a greater more of him that trumps the enemy and we the men of, and women of god go out and do that and see history has changed and listen guys our backs are against the wall here in this day and time we are not weaklings i mean we are but we're not supposed to be we just need to get back to the source we just have got to tap back into and focus in upon him i just i, I know that I, I listen i'm a weak frail man but i know that i know that this is right it's the truth he's not holding back we're holding back we like netflix and everything else going on in the planet more than we like him am i right or am i right or am i right i mean it's just it's what we're doing and we're suffering for it i'm saying that about myself guys i'm like god would you stir up desire in me i don't have near enough desire for for pleasure i need more desire for you draw me into this because i've read history guys i know what when god gets on a person i know what they do or I've read about it at least. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. That's not happening to me. And I don't believe it's because God doesn't want to do it. I just believe that I need to ask for it more. I need to get more focused in on what he would like to do if I would give myself to him. And I'd be authentic and, and true, you know, not, not condescending or not beat people up, this or that, but just be true and broken and authentic and cry out from a deep place. <clears throat> so the flow of life-giving water comes out of the heart. And, and I wanted to bring up the passage Second uh, Corinthians 3:18. But let me go to first before I do that in, in that. in the idea of this birthing center type thing. Let me turn to Psalm 24 and read that. Psalm 24, verse 6. I'm going to skip to verse six. Although the first five verses are awesome, I'm going to skip to verse six, and it says, This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob. There's that Selah again. You better stop and think about that. And then he begins up, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Even lift them up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Now, what is that? Lift up your... He's talking about people. Lift up your heads. Seek the face of God. We've got to seek his face, guys. More than his hand. Now, we need both. And I'm not downing his hand, but to see his face... To get hooked up to the flow, of to drink deeply from who he is, from just his glory, the glory coming off of his face to know him. We'll take care of his hand. A lot of the things that you're, you're asking from his hand, if you'll see his face, we'll take care of most of that. It really will. We'd be asking for different things from his hand if we'd connect for, with his face. All kinds of way different things. And many times we're asking things from his hand that only his face can give so you're asking the wrong way you're asking for a secondary reward when he says if you'll hook up hook up with me i'm the i'm the reward i'm the primary if you'll hook up with me and my face we'll take care of every bit of that and then we can start i can start giving you stuff from my hand that i'm ready to give so entering into prayer is entering into his presence it is entering into the presence of the king that's jesus and his kingdom that's his realm and in 2 Corinthians 3:18, there's a principle, behold and become. Now let me turn there, and I'm going to wrap up here in just a minute, but 2 Corinthians 3:17 through 18, it's a principle, guys. Whatever you're looking at the most, that's what you're becoming like. There's just no way around that. It's the way that we're made. The, your heart's desire and what it causes you to do with your time, whatever it is, whatever it is, Whatever you're looking at most of the time, you're becoming like it. That's why you have to be very careful what it is you're looking at. 2 Corinthians 3, 17 and 18. Now this chapter is talking about how Moses with the old covenant glowed. His face glowed from the old covenant. And Paul's making this, he's saying, look, if his face glowed from encountering the old covenant, how much more should the new covenant uh, affect our lives? Right? he said who also hath made us able ministers of the new testament not of the letter but of the spirit for the letter killeth but the spirit giveth life see we're looking for that river that's the spirit with the word there's two trains uh, two tracks of the train got to have them both and then at the end here verse 17 he says now the lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there's liberty right, that's what we're looking for, liberty, freedom. See, and then verse 18, this is the principle. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Here's the deal. He says, behold me and become like me. Right? It's a process, though. It's a process. Now, let me go back to this verse. I, I was struggling with panic attacks and i got a hold of god's word and i began to get into it i would read it and read it and read it and i memorized it and i repeated it and, I, and then i studied it i looked up some words in in the hebrew and the greek and i, I just tried to fill up my imagination as to what was being said say i'm filling up my mind with it why because i got a problem and i don't want to have a meltdown whenever it wants to run i didn't know when it would hit me it just hit me just embarrassing I'd be panicking about having the panic attack <laughs> right because you don't know when it's going to happen so I'm, I'm now I've, I've got to get something done here so say I'm filling my mind up with something else something greater something I say I believe and I imagined it and I envisioned it and I spoke it yes yes so what am I doing listen guys i didn't i didn't spend my time begging god to take it away y'all ever done that got into that i'm just begging i beg 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 as if he's up there saying i don't really care about you you're just not saying it right if you'd say it right i'd release it if you were good i'd give it to you that's what you get into when you start doing that stuff i wasn't doing that i was saying father this is your truth i am your son it is true for me period Change me. Because there's parts of me that the enemy's getting to land on and do what he wants. And I say no to that, and I'm saying yes to the fact that I'm a son and I want to think the way you think. And then you just stick your sword in the ground and you go to work until that's the case. Period. That's just it. And that's what I did. See, I'm becoming like him. See, I'm what am I doing? I'm looking at the king and his kingdom and the safety that this king of kings and and lord of lords provides and i'm saying this is where i dwell period right that's my truth that's what i'm standing on and the panic attack would come Now i went through a process with this guys it wasn't like god just took it away because i got it all right got all my doctrines lined up now the devil has to run he's like i know all your doctrines better than you do been using them against you guys since they came out He's not afraid of your doctrine guys. He is afraid of your Christ. Amen. You better have him in you. So here it come. Oh, run all over me. What I do? I grab that sword grab that sword i'd say it and i'd say it and i'd say it and it'd still come and it's still doing what it wants me to feel like i'm dying but i stood in the face of that thing and i said devil if you can kill me then have your way brother but i will stand dying confessing the scripture all the way into heaven's gates yes. and i had to do that guys i mean i'm telling you what I had, that thing would run its course with me just gritting my teeth about what was the truth funny thing happened after a while. It stopped happening to me. Why? Because I entered into the realm of my father. Something greater rose up in me, and it wasn't me. It was the God that I call my king. Because I took his word and I said, this is the truth. No, this, I don't care how I feel. This is the truth see there's this is just an example we've got to do this across the board this is prayer guys it's prayer i don't care what it looks like we 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 say yes to god's word and we ask him to make it real and live in us and we stand upon it and when we move from it and then his feelings will begin to come at time but we don't live by feelings we don't live we don't we don't believe things because we feel them we believe them because they're the truth but that doesn't mean we don't feel them sometimes too you ought to feel it strong sometimes overwhelmingly so you need it that's how he made us so i began to experience safety and i would just worship the lord and it went away now did God just wave his wand over me and stop it or did I renew my mind about the truth so that panic couldn't land on me which one happened See, we're talking about beholding and becoming we need transformation and prayer is that prayer is the opportunity to do that now in our situation in in this life and in this world we've got serious problems on the horizon serious if we could see where it was going and what could happen what it could be like we would do something today as if panic were were what we were dealing with see i dealt with that that way because it was something that was in my face i had to anybody do things just because you have to like me i rarely do anything till i till i have to i'm sorry to say that i'm like lord can we get away with this a little longer okay good next week all right no paul nope no longer right now have to so i'm trying to get us into a a, an understanding of of prayer that god's pleasure is great it's a pleasurable thing to come before the lord to stand upon his truth to experience his glory he is the primary reward. Now here's here's the problem. Again, uh, we talked about this with fasting. If if you're going to fast and pray, it's the same principle. If you're going to fast and pray and pay the price and then God doesn't answer the way that you got it configured in your head, you want that secondary reward, right? You're wanting that secondary reward. If I'm going to fast and pray, I better get that reward. I mean, I'm doing something now and I want payment for it. Right? it's a trick it'll backfire every single time but if you're going to the lord just because you like him and love him and getting into his presence is enough when you get hooked in and clicked into who he is see that's that's worship and worship and worship you'll see this in revelation in the throne room it's what it's what's going on in the throne room they they're not concerned about secondary rewards so much because they're consumed with the primary reward they just can't they're just getting up and down it's all about what they're seeing in him and just totally blown away and then when the father says hey here throw some lightning and some thunder down on the earth okay there we go now god let's get back to you see they're so caught up in him that his timing with the secondary rewards fine with everybody we got to wait a little longer okay that's fine this is good right here just you lord just you If we could get in, step into that. Guys, next week when we begin these prayer things, I'm not asking you to come pray. We need some things, right? We need direction. We need leadership. We need all all kinds of stuff. We need the power of God to come. We need to know how to use it. We need all kinds of things. But what we primarily need is God himself. And we need a group of people in this room who know their sons and daughters and who can connect with him emotionally as he is and if we do that guys the devil better watch out because there is nothing that can stop it nothing why? because it's God and he can't stop him everything that's done can't be stopped it's not because I'm great not because you're great it's because he's great And we've just sold ourselves to him. We're his. All we want is you, Lord God. We trust how you're going to do it. And that word, betak, it talks about security and trust. See, that's fact and feelings. It's all of us in God's hands. So that what he says, we say. Where he goes, we go. God says, I'd like you to do this. You're like, oh, please, Lord, anything for you. And he doesn't leave us. He goes before us in all those things he sends us to do. It's just a whole nother level. So next Sunday, and I'm going to maybe hopefully talk about it again. Listen, guys, I'm learning this myself. I think we're collectively learning something that God's up to in this day and time. And we just all want to enter into it. I'm I'm not trying to say... I don't have a bunch of history and a bunch of this uh, revival, this or that. I don't have any of that. I've just been on a journey for the last 20 years wanting to know God more and saying, God, I want to do something. I want to help for you in my lifetime. I don't want to just, uh, just the same old, same old, God, I want you to break through in my life and with the people that you've placed me with. And I just believe that that's going to happen. I just, it's in here. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just, they're like, ah, this is just going to happen. I just know this. I've been loaded with this. And I think that's what the Lord wants to do with us. So I really am asking you guys to lean into this this week. Father, show us about the primary reward. Show us about the prayer pods. Who would you like me praying with? What are the time frames? And here's another big deal. I'm wanting us to, some of us have kids, and many of us serve here with our kids. And if you got kids, it's hard to do anything else except your kids they just are always there they never stop just always <laughs> I'm speaking as a frustrated parent sorry y'all pray pray for me so uh, no, I love my kids they're hilarious I'll tell you a Samuel story me, real quick so we've been having problems with Samuel at home he's been stuffing things in the toilet and uh, so here we had to get a plumber out last week, and they had to t- take the whole toilet off to fix it. Little play sunglasses, he'd stuff down in there. So i are like, Samuel? So, the, so our toilet gets stopped up. We're like, so I go, to George's, I get this little snake thing. Arita's done her research. She's like, we need a snake. Like, All right, need a snake. So I went, George's my. He's my man with all tools. So I'll go get the snake. It's just a crazy-looking thing. You know, anyway, I, I work the snake and pulling it back, and lo and behold, here comes an empty razor cartridge. <laughs> and uh, and my kids are all in there watching me, because this is fun stuff, like it's crazy tool. <laughs> and Samuel's sitting here like this. And I saw it, and I picked it up, and I said, Samuel, did you stick this in this toilet? And he goes... <laughs> oh man where was i going with that <laughs> kids kids so uh we want to set up weekly things to where somehow some way you know within the scheme of what we do anyway that we have opportunity for you parents to get together and to pray we just need to meet and pray we just need to cry we just need To be heard we need opportunities and then we just need to do it and i'm telling you lord if we uh, lord i'm telling you guys (laughs) (laughs) that if we meet the lord properly like god we just want to meet you we just want to be more in love with you he will do what he wants to do and it will be perfect it'll be awesome and after it happens we'll be like thank goodness we didn't decide what needed to happen Y'all ever just beat that, I've got to have this, God, I've got to have this. And he's like, well, I'm kind of moving over here, but you're so determined that you've got to have this. Sometimes he'll give you stuff you're asking for and you shouldn't have it. So so it's just a better way to just love him and like him and enjoy him and then let him tell us what he's up to and then join him in it, right? I think if we get that that right, I think we're going to see this place just become a place of more and more joy and it's going to attract people because there's people that don't have it who would like it right god is good and he will reveal himself as greater than we know if we'll just believe that god is good well i want to spend time with you and i want to cry out to you so that's our prayer strategy so help me pray it into happening. And I'm done. Come on up here. So we're just entering into a time of uh, invitation here. Uh, We got some church business real quick after this and uh, important, important stuff. But you guys be prayerful about that. Be prayerful about what I've just said. Be prayerful and ask the Lord to open your heart to desire him more and to enjoy him and to come before him just to enjoy him as the primary reward. So just be prayerful in in this time as we uh, sing.